Hey everyone, here is the next Patreon preview for our Organizing Military Unions history lesson on the 70s and 80s all across Europe and in the United States. And if you'd like the full thing, uh, now's the time. This is the last episode because now you can just binge the whole thing if you really want. But you can get the full episode and all the other episodes of the series at patreon.com slash workstoppage. As an entirely listener-supported show, we really appreciate it when you do support us, and we hope to bring you really great content like this for your support. This episode itself was actually very fun. It is about the Carnation Revolution in Portugal, and uh, honestly, I really am just very happy with how this whole series came out. So anyway, I hope that you enjoy the preview and solidarity. One of the first demands following the revolution, or the start of the revolution, was the release of all political prisoners in the Kisic's prison. New President Spinola refused, saying that the process could not happen all at once, but gradually over time. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the MFA said that it was going to happen, and clearly, with a show of their power and the power of the people in the streets, it did happen because at this point there were massive strikes and protests all around Portugal as workers were seizing this opportunity to resist fascism in mass. Yeah, I mean, one other thing, though, just to, I guess, kind of set a little bit of the some background history here for, like, why there would be so much concern about the secret police. I mean, part of it is just that, like, the secret police, which, by the way, we have in the United States, they're called the FBI. Um, all forms of intelligence agencies are political police, whether they're called that or not, uh, just, just for people's awareness. <laughs> um, but... Under Salazar, the PID, the, the PIDE, the, the internal security service was involved in all of the various sorts of fascist stuff you would expect them to be involved in. Portugal became a safe haven for uh, right-wing terrorists who were part of Operation Gladio in Italy, uh, people like Stefano della Chiaie and like uh, Vincenzo Vinceguerra, um, as well as other gladio terrorists uh like eve garin serac um i think even otto scorzani spent some time there really uh and this was all coordinated via the pide they were the link with the cia mm -hmm. they were linked up with all of the other um like right wing which is all of them um intelligence services within the western uh nato powers and as a part of that, the PID was also involved on the ground in, in running death squads in the colonized countries. And so it was totally understandable that they would expect that the PID has people's phones tapped and is listening at all these different places. So, like, that was a totally reasonable concern. Yeah. And to talk a bit more about the, like, workers actually seizing power, they were, you know, forming unions at the first, you know, at, for kind of the first time in all of these people's lifetimes, pretty much. I got a little clip here that we're going to check out about uh, what the workers were demanding. While Spinola incorporates the left and center parties into the first provisional government, headed by the conservative professor, Palmer Carlos. The workers of Mesa have occupied their factory. This is the beginning of a massive wave of strikes 
and factory occupants all over the country, in which over 300,000 people participate. The main demands are peace and bread. For most of the Portuguese, these are their most urgent needs, the return of their sons from Africa and a living wage. Wages are still under 14 pounds a week. Here in Mesa, the demands go further. Equal pay for equal work. Lunch break and there is time for a picnic under the trees. The management is locked out of the factory until it accepts the demands of the workers. <laughs> Members of the elected workers committee explain the aims of the strike. We want our rights. 25 pounds, um, 25 pounds a week, 40 hours work, um, one month bonus per year, and more to get rid of fascists in our industry. <laughs> wow, 25 pounds. I, you hear 25 pounds and you're like, a day? And then they're like a week. You're like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is fifty years ago, but that's still like the one of the things that I will rec- really recommend about. I mean, I think it's a good movie anyway, but like about Viva Portugal, the documentary that some of this is from, it does a great job of showing, you know, the part of fascism that the fascists never talk about, which is uh, even though they're very proud about a lot of the most horrific aspects of it. Uh, you, you know, when they're co-opting leftist language to sell this to people to try and pull the wool over their eyes, they're always just like, yeah, we're going to we're gonna make things better for the workers, too, because, like, it's the left who hates workers because they love immigrants and all this other, sh- you know, bullshit. But then in every country where fascism is implemented, the conditions for the workers are fucking atrocious because the whole idea is you're stamping out any... Uh, you know, like representation of class struggle by banning unions, by banning strikes, by banning all of that. And I think one of the things that the movie shows so well is that you have this country that is oppressing all of these other places on earth. And yet the workers are still in pretty much feudal conditions, like barely any public education literacy rate through the fucking floor. I think they said in some of those States, the literacy rate was like 30%. In 1974, Mm -hmm. which is fucking wild. And you you basically, you have people living on basically nothing. And again, obviously it's worse even for the colonized people, but it's just, you look at this and you, you know, all these claims that fascism makes about what it's going to do to make the nation great. And it's just like, it absolutely destroys things, not only for its direct repressive victims, but also just for the workers in general, (laughs) like within the fascist nation itself. And this, the clip also demonstrates, I think, it just shows how vital the repressive state apparatus is, not just to fascism, but all of capitalism. Because again, before the revolution, you, a lot of workers who wanted to strike would never do it because they knew it would happen, which is, you know, just immediate violent crackdown by the military. And so when there, even the possibility, not even the guarantee, just the possibility that that's not going to happen shows up, immediately you have workers rising up all over the place. Yeah, and in the clip it says it was like 300,000 workers who were basically immediately protesting and on strike. Mm-hmm. And I mean the pro I mean the fascist the vestiges of fascism weren't gone cuz the 
protests themselves were heavily repressed by sections of the police who were still loyal to the fascist regime. Mm-hmm. All, while the, the cops love fascism like even more than the soldiers do because that's where that's where in these countries you do see that middle strata that that you always want to cultivate if you're the the the, the big bourgeoisie. That's where you see people climbing up and out of the working class yeah but you can't sustain national capitalism on a middle class that consists entirely of the garrison of your state <laughs> yeah no not really the, like the u.s has been trying to do it for a long time but even that shit's starting to fall apart mm-hmm. so there's yeah. only so um, many target loss prevention experts that a country can maintain yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, to speak of the military, I mean, while they were present at many of these things, they mostly simply stood by and allowed the repression to happen. I mean, they didn't participate in it, but they didn't really, you know, stop it. Enlightened centrism. Yeah. And I mean, this was when Spinola proposed a solution, the solution of neocolonialism in the African colonies, since there were so many people ending or so many people demanding an end to the wars in Africa. The young soldiers of the MFA are on the side of the people in this case, but they have been sharing power with Spinola. So there's a bit of a complication there. But Spinola decided that you know the revolution was was uh, over you know and that you know it needed to stop because this has all gone too far and in an attempt to muster like right-wing counter demonstrations he basically called for mass protests of the right and so then people on the left actually blockaded the roads where people were trying to get into the cities where the protests were going to be happening and Spinola arrested a leader of the MFA, and but that was pretty short-lived as massive protests got him re- released nearly immediately, and right-wing demonstrations ended up being banned. On September 28th of 1974, this failed attempt to consolidate power led to Spinola being removed from power and many right-wing officers being arrested and many civilians as well. And the two and two of the right wing parties that were there were basically banned. Yeah, I would love to know if he was in communication with the CIA during this time, just because the specific thing of wait, shit, I need to do a counter revolution. Uh, uh, how do I do that and make it look legit? Like the way that like um, Pinochet's coup was hair. Like just before it kicked off, you had this huge um, like wave of right-wing strikes by, like, small business owners and the petty bourgeoisie and protests by the, like, upper-middle class um, to show their discontent with with socialism. And that, you know, that whole coup was all run by the CIA. And so this is, like, a year after that happened. And so, I mean, it's also not the hardest idea to come up with to legitimize your counter-revolution is to call your supporters out to be like, look, I have a popular will, too. But I just think it's an interesting connection. But that is one of the, the it's another great part of the movie is when they're just like, yeah, we're going to go to the march for n- no freedom for people. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. and then all the like transit workers are just like, no, you're not. <laughs> you ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like it, that it really showed the necessity of repressing the right. I I think that it was a a really great example of that because presumably if that hadn't happened, 
there might quite possibly could have been a counter revolution right there and it would have the revolution would have died within three months basically instead of the much milder counter revolution we ended up getting (laughs) yeah so following the removal of spinola the government accepted the independence of the aforementioned african colonies along with east timor which unfortunately was then nearly immediately invaded by indonesia but Mm -hmm. uh, thanks again cia that's Mm -hmm. a different story uh the newly formed intersyndical was a union confederation that spent you know its time at this particular time, organizing workers and peasants in mass and making really radical demands. And we have a clip from them here. Faced with a strike law made behind our backs and against our interests, the Intersyndical must take two positions. First, to demand the scrapping of the strike law. To demand that all laws concerning us workers be discussed and decided upon by all workers in mass meetings. It is by promoting discussion at the rank and file level. It is by promoting the real participation of workers in all decisions that the Intersyndical will be effectively representative of all workers. <laughs> Dentro de ti a cidade Dentro de ti a cidade O povo é quem mais ordena Terra da fraternidade Grandula vila morena Em cada esquina um amigo Em cada rosto igualdade Grandola Vila Morena Terra da fraternidade Terra da fraternidade Grandola Vila Morena Em cada rosto O povo é quem mais ordena A sombra do Mazinheira Que já não sabia a idade Jurei ter por companheira Grandola a tua vontade Grandola a tua vontade Jurei ter por companheira Sombrando mais 
Bye-bye.